living la vida loca. This show is changing lives. We talking about your diet, trying to get you feeling right. Cut up them avocados, fry some eggs. Time to explore the longest running health podcast, hosted by Jimmy Moore. Time to give up the crappy garbage. We're getting into ketosis. Every day is a new step to your goal. Yeah, you're getting closer. Motivated and focused. Don't stop, just go. Time to get inspiration from the Living La Vida Low Carb Show. Hey, the Living Low Carb Show.com. Woo! If you're a fan of fat, then you need to try the F-Bombs. Go to JimmyLovesFBomb.com, enter the coupon code JimmyLovesFBomb, and you'll get 20% off of your first order. So what are these F-Bombs? They are nut butters, and they have incredible combinations of coconut and macadamia nut, macadamia nut butter, and my favorite is salted chocolate macadamia nut butter. They also have several oil blends, including the house blend, the MCT oil, as well as coconut oil. If you want your fat on the go, then you need to check out JimmyLovesFBomb.com. And once again, use the coupon code JimmyLovesFBomb. You'll get 20% off your first order. JimmyLovesFBomb.com. You're listening to a special presentation of Jimmy Rants on the Livin' La Vida Low Carb Show. Jimmy's on sabbatical, so we're bringing you some of the very best content from his wildly popular live show, Jimmy Rants. Want to know what the very latest is in nutrition news? Follow Jimmy at JimmyRants.com for all of the archives and links to his social media where you can engage live with the content. Stay tuned now for a special Jimmy Rants on the LLVLC show. Today's Jimmy Rants is one that you're gonna be really glad that you heard. Because guys, this is huge, huge news today in the world of nutritional health. And you're probably not gonna hear a whole lot about it uh, out there in the mainstream, which is what I like to bring to you guys here on Jimmy Rants. Sometimes you uh, have really big news that just for whatever the reason, mainstream of health just doesn't wanna touch. And this is one of those stories, you guys. So let me set it up. So you've heard me doing a whole lot of stories lately about how they're trying to make us all eat a plant-based diet. There's this kind of global move to make us all vegan vegetarians. And it's very deliberate. It really got kicked off in earnest uh, back in like February, I believe it was, when the Eat Lancet study came out. So this was a huge, uh, study that came out and it was kind of this this push to make us all plant-based and of course it was a bogus study it was totally based on epidemiological studies uh, really didn't tell you a whole lot uh, factually as to why we should all be eating plant-based they just said our conclusion is we need to eliminate animal-based foods and go to more of a plant-based diet that was their conclusion now we have the first signs of sanity coming out of the World Health Organization. So those of you that don't know about WHO, W-H-O, World Health Organization, uh, they're huge uh, as far as a world kind of um, group that kind of influences public policy when it comes to health decisions. And for the longest time, WHO has been led by a vegan, like a radical vegan. Uh, the former uh, leader, president of WHO, 
um, was the one that said that the planet is going to be on fire if we don't all start uh, eating just vegetables and, and plant-based foods and we don't stop eating meat. The planet, uh, global warming will consume us. He just had all of this nonsensical stuff that he was putting out there. Uh, so now they are being led by a different leader and this different leader uh, has some different views as you will quickly find out. So this was in the British Medical Journal, you guys. This just got published April the 9th. So hot off the presses, big, big news. Please share this far and wide because again, you're probably not gonna see it on your nightly news. You're probably not gonna hear a whole lot about this, but you're getting the exclusive here today on Jimmy Rants. The headline, WHO, World Health Organization, pulls their support from the initiative promoting global move to plant-based foods. So the World Health Organization pulled out of sponsoring this global health initiative that's uh, promoting healthier and sustainable diets across the world after they got pressure. Li listen to this, you guys. This is why they did it. After they got pressure from an Italian official who raised concerns about the impact of the diet, talking about the vegan diet, on people's health and livelihoods. Well, hallelujah. Hallelujah, somebody with sanity is now questioning the veracity of a plant-based diet. And you guys hear me talk about this early and often here on Jimmy Rants. You cannot get full nutrition from eating only a plant-based diet. You gotta have animal foods in there. Without the animal foods, you can't get complete proteins. Without animal foods, you're missing key elements of a nutrient-dense diet. And as much as they wanna bellyache about animal foods being the bane of our existence, without animal foods, we would probably not have survived as a civilization. So this move to try to make us all plant-based vegetarian vegans is pretty much nonsense, right? If you're just joining us, we're reading from uh, this new uh, article that was written in the British Medical Journal where the World Health Organization is rejecting the plant-based agenda of this Eat Lancet study. So there was an event in March, on March the 28th, uh, sponsored by the government of Norway that was the launch of the Eat Lancet Commission on Food Planet and health uh, that was held in Geneva, Switzerland, who dropped its sponsorship that they had planned on doing after this guy, Jean Lorenzo Cornado, God bless him, from Italy. Uh, he's Italy's ambassador and permanent representative of Italy to the international organizations in Geneva. He questioned what science uh, they were using to base the recommendations for plant-based eating. He questioned it. This guy's a hero. Go look him up. Gian, G-I-A-N, Lorenzo, L-O-R-E-N-Z-O, Coronado, C-O-R-N-A-D-O. I would love, love, love to interview this guy on the Living La Vida Low Carb Show because he, he's, he's a hero for daring to go against this move globally towards making us all plant-based. He questioned the scientific basis for this diet, focusing on promoting predominantly plant-based foods and excluding foods that are deemed unhealthy, which the Eat Lancet study 
says includes meat and any animal-based foods at all. Coronado warned that such a global move to this kind of a diet would lead to the loss of millions of jobs that are linked to animal husbandry and the production of unhealthy foods. It will destroy traditional diets, which are a part of our cultural heritage. Did you catch that? So nobody ever talks about the unintended consequences that would come from shifting away from animal-based foods. But think of all the people that are employed in the business of making animal-based foods now. A ton of them, lots of them. They would all lose their job. Is there no compassion for those people? He said it would lead to the increased production of unhealthy foods. Because guess what? You remove meat and ostensibly fat from the diet. What are people going to turn to? We already know what they're going to turn to because when they vilified fat in this country in the 1980s, guess what happened? People cut their fat very obediently. They cut their fat down. What did they turn to instead? That's right. Crappy garbage. Crappy garbage. So you can have all the plant-based crappy garbage you want, but give me a cow and I'll be happy. But they don't like that. And then the last thing, uh, destroying traditional diets, which are a part of our cultural heritage. How do you tell a traditional culture, sorry, you can't eat that anymore, even though you've eaten it for millennia in your culture and you've been just fine and just healthy and and your people have uh, survived and thrived eating animals. But sorry, no, 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 no. You don't know any better. That's now unhealthy. It would be silly, right? The initiative urging for a centralized control of our dietary choices risks the total elimination of consumer freedom of choice. That's the thing here. So many of us that are trying to defend uh, meat eating, whatever happened to the freedom of choice by consumers, whatever happened to people having the right to eat the foods that they want. And I get it here in America, we have an abundance of supply of being able to get pretty much any food that we want. There are other countries, they don't have that luxury. There are other countries where they're kind of force fed whatever they can find. Um, so we should be very grateful here in America but the whole idea that they can tell us that we need to be eating plant-based when so many of us know that if we ate only plants as our sustenance, we would probably starve. We would probably become malnourished. No, no, probably about it. Um, we would not get all of the nutrition that we get now with our dietary choices. So this is disturbing, guys, and I hope... Uh, this move towards a plant-based diet, uh, I hope you're seeing it happening uh, and and rising up against it and making your voice heard. And thank God for this guy, uh, Gian Lorenzo Coronado from Italy, for speaking up and convincing the World Health Organization that this whole move to go plant-based because of the Eat Lancet study is an agenda that needs to be rejected because it's unscientific and not really founded on anything. The commission says that its universal healthy reference diet outlined in a report in January would provide major health benefits and also increase the likelihood of attainment of the sustainable development goals. It is a running series of events all across the globe promoting the diet 
and the diet that they're pushing you guys is largely consisting of vegetables, fruit, whole grains, legumes, nuts, unsaturated oils, a low to moderate amount of seafood and poultry, no or low quantity of red meat, processed meat, added sugar, refined grains, and starchy vegetables. So they think they've figured out the perfect diet. And there's a newsflash I want to give to these people who believe that this is the perfect diet for all. There is no perfect diet for everybody. So why do we pretend like that we have all the answers and that if simply everybody ate large amounts of vegetables, fruits, whole grains, legumes, nuts, and unsaturated oils, and low quantity of red meat, processed meat, added sugar, refined grains, and starchy vegetables, if that was true that that would work for every single person who ate it, why aren't we all thin and healthy? Why do we have some people that still deal with weight issues, other people that have chronic health issues? What's going on? Could it be that there is no one size fits all diet? Have we not learned the lessons of history with the dietary guidelines for Americans that was pushed on us in 1980 and led us down this rabbit hole of low fatdom that we still live in? And it's failed miserably because obesity is worse, uh, diabetes is worse, heart disease is worse, cancer is worse. All of these chronic health issues are far worse since we went to a one-size-fits-all diet. And yet that's exactly what this Eat Lancet study is doing. This Eat Lancet Commission, they want everybody to eat plant-based. And there's so many of us that we know, we know that we know that we know that this would not be healthy for us. So why are they trying to push this on us? And when you think about the actual population, percentage of the population who eats a plant-based diet consistently and has for years, it's like maybe three to five-ish percent of the population. So why aren't the rest of us 95 to 97% of the people standing up and saying, this is crap. This is crap. We're not going to put up with it. What's that song? We're not gonna take it. No, we're not. The commission outlines a hierarchy of policy levers that can drive uptake of this diet. So here's how they want you to get in on this diet. It begins with soft levers, such as providing consumers with information, followed by guiding their behavior through giving them incentives and disincentives. Translation, we will help you buy more of the whole grains and the fruits and the vegetables. We'll give you uh, discounts off of those, tax credits, whatever. And we're going to tax the crap out of what we deem as unhealthy. So your red meat uh, that you enjoy right now, get ready. They're going to try to jack up the prices on it to try to dissuade you from eating it. And then they end with hard levers, restricting and then finally eliminating Dietary choices. That's right. Their goal, their ultimate goal is to ban meat around the world. This sounds like it's hyperbole. Guys, this is their agenda. This is what they want to do, which is why I'm bringing it to you so bluntly here today. If you're just joining us, though, thankfully, we have this uh, ambassador uh, from Italy named Gian Lorenzo Cornado who has said, hey, look, 
uh, lobbied who? Uh, World Health Organization. Hey, look, this is not founded on science. Why are you guys buying into this? So to whose credit, they have backed out of their funding for this Eat Lancet move. Now, Eat Lancet's going to continue, and these people are still going to promote the crap out of this plant-based agenda because they have the agenda in place. But they no longer have the funding or the backing of one of the major world groups uh, dealing with health, the World Health Organization. They have now rejected this whole plant-based agenda of Eat Lancet. Hard policy interventions include passing laws, fiscal measures, subsidies and penalties, trade non uh, trade reconfiguration, and other economic and structural measures. Countries and authorities should not restrict themselves to narrow measures or soft interventions. Too often, policy remains at the soft end of the policy ladder. In other words, they want to go for the jugular. They want you, they want the U.S. government, for example, to go after you, the consumer, and say, oh, you've been bad. We've been trying to tell you how bad red meat is. And so thus, if you want to eat red meat, we're going to have to put a luxury tax on that red meat because you should know better. They're treating us as if we're children and not as wise adults who are making choices that we know are good for us. That's what's so discouraging about this move with this Eat Lancet. Coronado wrote to permanent representatives to the United Nations, as well as international organizations in Geneva, to highlight concerns about this vegan plant-based diet and question whether it was appropriate for the World Health Organization to back the event. So this event that happened uh, just about a week and a half ago, um, they were supposed to be the major funder who was. And when they backed out, the government of Norway stepped in and paid for it. But this is huge, you guys. Really, really big news that you're not likely going to hear about. Uh, the letter that was sent by Coronado uh, was seen by the British Medical Journal back on March the 20th. It says that a standard diet for the whole planet, regardless of age, sex, general state of health, and eating habits, has no scientific justification at all, referring to the plant-based diet, and would mean the destruction of millinery healthy traditional diets, which are full part of the cultural heritage and social harmony in many nations. See, we don't have a lot of heritage and culture here in America surrounding like animal-based foods, but in other countries, it's valued. It's like hum hugely valued uh, commodity having these animal-based foods in their diet. And if you start to take that away, you destroy that culture. Do they even think about those kind of things? No, because there's an agenda at play here to make us all plant-based. What's the worst part of doing keto? The meal prep. What you really need is a quick, customizable, and easy keto meal replacement for when your other food options aren't ready. Introducing Keto Chow. It's the fully customizable meal replacement that makes keto easy. Keto Chow takes just seconds to prepare. Add the fat of your choice, a scoop of Keto Chow, water, and shake. Just trust the thousands of five-star reviews on Facebook, Amazon, and Google Shopping. Keto Chow comes in 18 delicious flavors. And in a third-party blind taste test, Keto Chow outperformed all of the competitors in appearance, flavor, texture, and overall impression. Head on over to JimmyLovesKetoChow.com to place your order. And be sure to use the coupon code LLVLC at checkout for 10% off your first order. While you're there, be sure to check out the electrolyte supplements, no 
sweetener, no added flavor, no caffeine, and pure electrolytes. Keto Chow. Living la vida low carb, talking about a low carb diet. Uh-huh. Getting your body healthy, it ain't no doubt about it. Yeah, it's really about ketosis, a ketogenic life. Yeah, a real time indicator for ketosis called ketonics. Woo. It measures your breath for ketones. Are you burning fat? Uh-huh. It's the first of its kind. All my ketonians, where you at? Hey, I'm just here to let you know. Wanna look and feel incredible. We living la vida low carb, get your body healthy and live long. Hey. Keep my fats high, and my carbs low. Need my glucose down right now, pronto. Check my ketones, look at the stats, yo. With ketonics, now I'm in the burning fat zone. Ketonics, we burning fat, yeah, we own it, yeah, yeah. With ketonics, I'm burning fat, and I'm on it, yeah, yeah. Living la vida low carb, I do this every day. If you want to burn that fat, it ain't no other way, yeah. Go to ketonics.co. And for my international followers, it's ketonics.com. Woo! The dietary uh, regime advised by the commission is also nutritionally deficient. Oh, I love this. Nutritionally deficient and therefore dangerous to human health and would certainly lead to economic depression, especially in developing countries. This guy, this Coronado guy, I so have to get him on the Living La Vida Low Carb Show. He is calling out veganism for what it is. It is unhealthy, unscientific, and dangerous to human health. God bless him. God bless him. Because there's not many people willing to stand against this whole plant-based agenda. It's why I think those of us that are about eating animals and the health benefits that come from that, we've got to stand up against this move. And it's one reason I've been talking about this quite a bit in 2019 is this is coming, guys. This is coming. Whether you like it or not, this is coming. And we've got to stand ready to counteract some of the nonsense that's put out there about a plant-based diet. Uh, When he said would lead to economic depression, uh, especially in developing countries, this is what I'm talking about. Some of these uh, countries their whole economy is predicated on some animal-based foods. You take that away and you take away their ability to make a living, is that what they want? Is that the intended consequence here? I don't think so. He also raises concerns that the total or near total elimination of foods of animal origin would destroy cattle farming and many other activities related to the production of meat and dairy products. Companies involved in the production of foods or beverages regarded as unhealthy, like sweets and wine, will be forced to withdraw such products from the market and diversify their business, warns Coronado, which would have drastic consequences allowing for the loss of millions of jobs. So this guy's thinking, this guy knows that, okay, I see what you're doing there, Eat Lancet. I see what your agenda is, but look at what's going to happen. I don't think a lot of times when they think about these kinds of things, uh, they don't think about the downline unintended consequence effects of these things. And it's huge, you guys. It's huge. Walter Willett and Johan Rockstrom, the co-chairs of the Eat Lancet Commission, defended their dietary approach in a letter that the BMJ uh, got a hold of. 
They said that the Eat Lancet report offers the most up-to-date scientific evidence for healthy diets. No, it doesn't. They did not rely on randomized control clinical trials of anything related to a plant-based diet being healthy for people. They just simply did not. And so for them to pretend like that this is the most up-to-date scientific evidence for healthy diets, it reminds me of the Dietary Guidelines for Americans. They also pretend like those are the most up-to-date scientific guidelines about how we should eat and to be optimally healthy. And they're nothing of the sort. They're an agenda. They're propaganda. And they're trying to push it on the world. Uh, they explain that nowhere in the re report do we advocate for any kind of centralized control of dietary choices. They just said earlier that we don't want to have people do soft policy changes uh, where we kind of like push people towards plant-based. We want to tax it. We want to ban it. We want to do all of these draconian measures to force this on people. So, yeah, uh, Walter Willett and Johan Rockstrom, yes, you do. You do want a centralized control of dietary choices. You're telling people who choose to eat meat, no, you're not allowed to do that. So, so what is that? That, to me, sounds like centralized control of dietary choices. They also disagreed with the assertion that their diet would destroy culinary traditions around the world. Flexibility to adapt to local diets is inherent in the reference dietary targets. Well, what about those ones that are based on mostly animal-based foods? How do you justify your position and then say you're respecting those cultures? No, you're not. Willett and Rockstrom tackle the accusation that their diet is nutritionally deficient and therefore dangerous to human health by saying, we live in a world where more than 820 million people have insufficient food and many more consume low quality diets. Adoption of the dietary targets would greatly improve the nutrition and health status of most people on the planet. Okay, that is a red herring. Because there's so many people that are deficient in their diet, having insufficient amounts of food and low quality of food, thus, we need to push people to eat this way that we're recommending because we know that that will solve the problem for them. Well, what about the people that you're promoting this diet to that are perfectly healthy and fine with the diet they're doing now, which includes lots of animal-based foods? What about those people? So to me, they're convoluting the issue somewhat. I agree, we need to try to deal with how to best uh, handle these countries where there's insufficient food and low quality diet foods. But this is where I think the traditional kind of model has broken down and failed these people. If they got foods that were truly nutrient dense that would uh, take away the hunger and give them nourishment and let them develop as a human being, which I think is an animal-based uh, uh, products should be a part of their diet. If they would get that kind of food, then some of these issues wouldn't exist. The argument that eliminating food of animal origin would lead to economic depression, especially in developing countries, is unfounded, they said. Moving towards the healthy reference dietary targets would increase total dairy consumption across most of the developing world and the average per capita intake of red meat. 
could approximately double in South Asia and remain roughly at today's level on average across Africa. So what they're saying is, we're still allowing a little bit of this stuff, so it's far better for them. Oh, it's nonsense, guys. It's nonsense. The British Medical Journal asked the World Health Organization several times why it decided against sponsoring this Eat Lancet Geneva event. They provided a statement saying that its director of nutrition, Francesco Branca, who is a commissioner on the Eat Lancet Commission, participated in a panel at the event and talked about their work on sustainable, healthy diets. And of course, this is huge because if the guy that leads um, who, as its director of nutrition, Francesco Branca, was on the Eat Lancet Commission and who has pulled their funding, this was huge, guys. So again, if you joined us late, this gentleman, Gian Lorenzo Cornado, he's the ambassador to Italy and a permanent representative of Italy to the international organizations in Geneva. He was the one that convinced the World Health Organization that they needed to reject this plant-based agenda that started with the Eat Lancet study earlier this year. What a hero he is. And I hope he is getting a whole lot of praise for calling out the vegan diet for what it is. Unscientific, unhealthy, unintended consequences to culture, to economies. This is not a good move, uh, the Eat Lancet. But thankfully, we are seeing small signs that good things are starting to happen. All right, I'm gonna go to Instagram Live first. I'll come over here to you guys here in a minute on Facebook. Welcome in, welcome in. Thanks for being here today, you guys, for this historic Jimmy Rants, because this is big, big news. I wonder what happened to that vegan guy. I don't know, Kat. Uh, I I haven't heard what happened to him. Honestly, I, I don't really pay a lot of attention to what happens to vegan people. Uh, e. Pamino says, losing millions of jobs, no one thinks about it. Yeah, they don't. They don't, they don't. I tried changing my name here. Okay, well, hello, Cindy. Thanks for being here. Uh, Alicia says, don't tell me what to eat. Exactly. <laughs> Kat says, Italians are just the best. Well, this Italian is Gian Lorenzo Cornado. I'm going to literally reach out to him because I would love to have him on to uh, to talk about this. 505 Health uh, says, uh, you tell him, Jimmy. That's what I do here on Jimmy Rants. Alberto says, I just arrived at my local butcher to buy all kinds of meats. I'll be right back. Well, you just ticked off the Eat Lancet people, Alberto. Val says, it sounds like it's all about control. That's, they'll claim it's not, but what, what else can you conclude? They don't want you to eat meat. But what if you want to eat meat? Well, we don't want you to eat meat. So they'll do whatever it takes to get you to not eat meat, even though you might find that it's incredibly beneficial to your body. Uh, Cadet 89, wonder what the new Green Deal has to do with this. Cal farts and all. I, I have no idea. I don't I think this is separate from um, from that effort, but it's all interrelated. There is a very clear agenda to make us all plant-based. At the top of today's Keto Talk, when it airs uh, later today, go listen to Keto Talk 
with Jimmy Moore and Dr. Will Cole, KetoTalk.com. At the very top of the show, I asked Will the question, uh, what's going on? Why, why is there such a move towards a plant-based diet suddenly? So uh, listen to his insights when, uh, when that airs later. Val says, this guy is right. Plus you destroy the farmers who raise the crops that they feed cattle. It's a whole domino effect. Take one thing out of the food chain and it all collapses. Yep. Cindy says, talk about extreme. Keto is extreme, they say, but plant-based isn't. Exactly. Uh, Pam uh, Pamino says, uh, thank God he stepped up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's why I wanted to highlight this here today. Go look it up, you guys. The British Medical Journal, this was published on April the 9th, uh, 2019. Who pulls support from initiative promoting global move to plant-based foods? All right, I'm going to come over here now to Facebook Live. Thank you guys for being patient. Uh, and thanks for being here today on Jimmy Rants. Let's see if we got any good. <laughs> Hashtag eat your meat, says Kay. Exactly. Hello, hello. Thanks for being here. Why the increase of cardiovascular disease and type 2 diabetes? Whole wheat grains, asked Gerard. Uh, grains, sugar, starchy carbs, really uh, cardiovascular disease and type 2 diabetes. Um, they're a product of our modern day crappy garbage diet. And so anything that raises insulin is going to lead to all of these things. And of course, we classify cardiovascular disease, type 2 diabetes, Alzheimer's, cancer. We classify them as all these different diseases. But really, you guys, at the end of the day, they're exactly the same disease. The disease is a disease of insulin, uh, excessive insulin production, um, which raises your blood sugar and, and your, your body's basically having to fight to not become insulin resistant. And once your body gets to that state, then you're totally susceptible to all of what, what's known as the diseases of civilization. So there are different diseases that doctors classify you as, but they're all really the exact same disease. It's why someone with type two diabetes has a higher risk of having a heart attack. It's why people who have cardiovascular issues have a danger of becoming uh, um, insulin resistant and type two diabetic and have susceptibility to getting Alzheimer's because that's diabetes of the brain. So it's all interconnected. What is their end goal for going plant-based? I don't understand why the science proves them wrong and our primal ancestors do too. Yeah, Dana, that's the question that I'm asking here. And I'm asking constantly, why are we being pushed to go plant-based? Where it Where is the evidence? And that's what this Italian guy was talking about. Where is the evidence for this? Because there is no good, sound, solid scientific evidence that supports this move to doing a plant-based only diet. Where's the fat? Where are the complete proteins? Where are the micronutrients that you get from animal-based foods? Does nobody else besides this guy, Jean Lorenzo Coronado, care? Where are all the people that are nutrition experts? It seems to me that if this was a wise decision, we would have already been there. If this was a wise decision to go plant-based worldwide, they would show us the randomized controlled trials that prove it. They don't have it. It doesn't exist. 
and it never has existed. Uh, hello, Nurse Cindy, low fatdom. You like you like that term, low fatdom? <laughs> uh, when are they supposed to do this? So they're doing it now, Carla. This is the thing. Eat Lancet came out in January. It was a huge commission, you guys. Walter Willett is like one of the leading nutritional health professionals in the world. He's out of the uh, Harvard Public School of, of Health, School of Public Health. And he and others have been pushing this for a little while. And see, don't think that this won't show up in our dietary guidelines that are set to be uh, finished next year. The 2020 dietary guidelines are coming probably mid to late 2020. And don't be surprised if they try to sneak in some of this plant-based agenda. And again, those of us that believe in animal-based foods and know how healthy they are for us, we have to stand up against this. It's one reason I'm bringing it to you here on Jimmy Rants because it's not very likely you're gonna hear very much about this out there in the mainstream. Uh, Catherine says, I know I'd be depressed if I didn't have bacon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Keeping people sick is big business, says Tom. There's no money in helping people get healthy. Well, that's a shame. Um, and I would hope that medical professionals, and maybe they're just so caught up in their practice, they don't see what's going on, but medical professionals would stand against this. It just seems to me, um, and not even medical professionals, even nutritional health people who know better. They know uh, what happens when you eat gobs upon gobs upon gobs of carbohydrates. There's nowhere for your blood sugar and insulin to go but up. Up. And in some cases, way up. And in those people with insulin resistance, way, 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 way up. And it's just not, just not wise. Tammy says, I follow a vegan group just because I'm curious about what they eat. It's horrendous, the amount of carby fillers and soy and toxic oils. Yeah. Yeah, all these meats, meats that are made of vegan ingredients, you look at like the crap storm that they are, it's like 20, 30 ingredients to make a vegan burger, uh, which is an oxymoron in my opinion, to have a burger that looks like an animal food and it's all plant food. Anyway, I digress. Uh, and then you look at uh, meat and it's beef. That's it. Maybe salt, but beef. And the other one has soy, protein, isolate, on and on and on down the road. It's just garbage. Jessica says, eat vegetarian, eat keto, go carnivore, Mediterranean, eat real food without chemical mutation. You choose what works best for you and makes you feel good. I happen to choose keto personally and promote it because of its magical properties for me. We love bioindividuality because we are different as humans. Yes, I wish they would get that whole bioindividuality. It's one thing that I've tried to push the Dietary Guidelines Committee for uh, uh, the, the Dietary Guidelines. Um, I've tried to get them to understand when I testified before them in 2010, hey, give us all different diets to choose from. Why is that hard? Why, why do we feel like we have to have one perfect diet when there is no such thing? Keto is not one perfect diet for all. Paleo is not one perfect diet for all. Vegan is not one perfect diet for all, but have all of them available and say, okay, choose the one that looks like works best for you. 
And then you try one and you go, oh yeah, that works really good. You try one, uh, another one, oh, that didn't really work so well. You got other choices. I don't know why we have to pigeonhole people into you must follow this diet. What happens if that plant-based diet that the Eat Lancet people are pushing on people, what if it doesn't work? What if those people start getting worse in their health, which we've already heard about half of the vegan YouTuber, uh, the, the famous people that do YouTube videos for veganism, about half of them have started eating meat again because their health has been in a major, major decline. Are we not paying attention? Are we not looking at what's actually happening to people that are eating the diet that they want us to eat? Wake up, people! Well, you guys are awake, but the people that might not be paying attention aren't. Claire says the carnivore life is obviously working, not been on for a few days, and I can already see the difference. Thank you for that. Uh, yeah, keto carnivore uh, is working well. I'm very comfortable with it. I end up eating about once, maybe twice a day sometimes, um, but I love it, um, and I'll keep doing this for a little while. Uh, Mandy says, very rarely do I come across a vegan that actually chooses whole foods and focuses on their nutrient density. Most of them are eating popcorn, fake and bacon and carby bean burgers. It's just all processed food. Mandy, that's the truth. And I'm sure there are people who do focus in on mostly vegetables. But here's the thing. When you do that, I'd get hungry. If all I had to eat was plant-based foods, I would be incredibly hungry. I need the protein and the natural fat that comes with that protein that's found in animal-based foods. I do. I need all of the wonderfulness that comes from those backyard chicken eggs that I get back there. All of those things nourish my body. Why don't they acknowledge that you can get great optimal nourishment from animal-based foods. No, they choose to vilify it. And I don't know if it's just certain key people that are part of the vegan movement that we need to push this harder and they've gotten into these little organizations to influence them. I don't know what's going on. All I do know is I'd be danged if they're going to take away my chicken eggs. I'd be danged if they take away uh, my ability to have uh, beef. And again, some of the most nutrient-dense foods in the world do not come from plants. They come from animals. The top 20 most nutrient-dense foods in the entire world are animal-based. That's long before you get to kale, long before you get to blueberries and chia seeds and all of these things that they promote as superfoods and healthy. Beef, beef heart, beef liver, uh, on and on and on I could go. And I think if they're concerned about factory farms, so are we. Why don't we clean that up? Rather than vilify and try to eliminate red meat consumption, why don't we try to make, make the red meat that is sold to people to eat, why don't we clean that up and encourage policies and encourage uh, uh, farms to do it the right way rather than encouraging more and more production because people demand meat, why don't we promote good quality meat. Here's an idea, Eat Lancet. I know you won't do it because you have an agenda to veganism, but how about incentivizing people that choose grass-fed beef? How about giving them uh, some kind of a break on their taxes if they uh, choose to buy grass-fed beef? 
what that would do is it would incentivize local farmers uh, and, and give them a boost in sales, obviously. It would give you good quality food that you would nourish your body with. Why is this a stupid idea? It's not. It's a great idea. Unless your agenda is to get people to be plant-based for whatever your reasons. Maria says, will not be pushed to eat a plant or soy-based diet. Not in this lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> they will have to pry my the meat out of my cold, dead hands, as the old saying says. Offering a choice of diets is always wise. Yes, Terry. Exactly. Uh, I begged my friend who had cancer to go keto, but her oncologist made her stay on a vegan diet. She died shortly thereafter, says Tammy. I'm sorry about the loss of your friend. Um, but yeah, uh, this this is a real issue, you guys. And if you joined us late, the news today, this is published in the British Medical Journal. Uh, I got one of my doctor friends to actually go pull the full paper. I only saw parts of it. I wanted to see the whole paper for myself. But the British Medical Journal uh, printed out and, and published this from uh, WHO, uh, which is the World Health Organization, pulling their support from this whole Eat Lancet plant-based agenda. Um, they're like being convinced that this is not a good idea. And all I can say is hallelujah. Living the vida low-car, this show is changing lives. Uh, we talking about your diet, trying to get you feeling right. Cut up them avocados, fry some eggs, time to explore. The longest running health podcast, hosted by Jimmy Moore. Time to give up the crappy garbage, we're getting into ketosis. Every day is a new step to your goal, yeah, you're getting closer. Motivated and focused, don't stop, just go. Time to get inspiration from the Living La Vida low-carb show. Hey. The Living Low Carb Show.com. Woo! Disc of Light.